everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am back in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, formerly on the podcast last year. It's Mr. Chuck Adair. Hey, good to see you. Glad to be here, Emma. It is good to have you back, Chuck. And I was so encouraged last time you were on when you shared your story. Just an amazing testimony of God's faithfulness in your life. And we'll link that episode in the description. I'd love to talk about what you're up to now. Yeah, that's great because I, I, I love serving and I love the opportunity to serve. And I've got really kind of three distinct but very related service opportunities that I'm sort of involved in right now. So Regen has always been a primary service opportunity for me. I was impacted and changed by that ministry and what it what it meant to me personally, what sure. it meant to my wife and our marriage and what that looked like. And so coaching Regen groups, helping those leaders really shepherd their groups. And is, for, for those who don't know what Regen is. Yeah, it is our 12-step discipleship program at Watermark. And so it is this amazing place of healing and health that comes when people just broken come and say, mm-hmm. man, I just need the Lord's providence and help in this moment. And it's done in the community process, which is awesome. So that has been great. Coaching other churches, develop Regen Ministries cool. around, which is another opportunity that's there. So Regen is a big part of my story, and I felt it was such an important part that I wanted to take Regen into the prisons. One of the other Mm -hmm. service areas that I have is Prison Impact through the City Impact Team and helping our body really connect with the needs of incarcerated and formerly incarcerated people in ways that we can plug those folks who have had that as a part of their story. It's a part of my story, so it was super important that we had opportunities to do that. We do that on several units. We just opened it up with a couple of women's units throughout Texas, so it's kind of moving forward. That's awesome. And then my normal weekly church experience is with our South Dallas campus and love just the opportunity to connect with a brand new, really underserved community that we get to be a church in the community for the community as the community comes and they really get to get to have this encounter with Christ as people come walking in. It's a, it's a beautiful experience to watch and interesting because it is much like Watermark on the North Campus, yet very much smaller, which is its own unique and, and really pleasurable moment to say. Sure. It's it's fun to hear you talk about those ministries, Chuck, because I can see your passion for them, and, and I can also see how they tie to the work God's done in your life. For sure. And uh, this summer, as a church, we're doing the Love Our City campaign where you and your community group or your family, your friends can sign up for various service opportunities, and I'm I'm pretty sure Prison Impact Oh, yeah. Definitely... So, we, we have the third week of, the, of, of June that we're going to be doing, and so we'll have a booth. People can come by. They can see. They can look at what the next service opportunity is, which is going to be a time to pray for the incarcerated, the formerly incarcerated, and the needs that are there, as well as to gain more information about that as a first serve that people can kind of plug into, gain more information, and find more specific ways if they're really interested in serving. Cool. And what, uh, is there anywhere you could point listeners who don't live in Dallas, um, with prison, are there ways to find prison ministries elsewhere? Or? Yeah, so there, there's there is a network that's there. I'd be more than happy, and we can maybe link this into the show notes with sure. my watermark email. And so, if someone would like to email and say, "Man, I, there's I, I'm in Arkansas. What are mm-hmm. the opportunities there?" We have Regen churches that are doing Regen in prisons and doing wow. those kind of all things over. That, all over. It's starting to be all over, and which is a great, great thing. And so, would be glad to kind of connect them with those churches as well as those opportunities to serve inside the prison. I love it. Amazing. 
Let's just jump in. Perfect. Joshua 14. Uh, set it up for us. What so, are we looking at? Yeah, so Joshua 14, in so many different ways, is a retelling of Numbers 13. 85-year-old Caleb and his friend Joshua, who in Numbers 13 went with 10 other spies to spy out the land. 10 came back with a report that says, it's giants, the land is flowing with milk and honey, but there is no way we can take it. And Joshua and Caleb said, you're wrong. With God on our side, we can do this. Do not be faithless, but be faithful. Mm -hmm. And so you've got this moment where these two men have literally watched a generation die in the wilderness over 40 years. And now they have come to this point where the western part of the Jordan is now being taken, mm. and it comes time for Caleb's allotment. And he has this conversation with his friend. He said, you remember what it was like. And he kept saying this word over and over. He said, I followed the Lord my God mm. wholeheartedly. And that term so interesting to me because it's a term that literally is a pursuit like a hunter pursues his prey. My entire life has been following God with the intentionality of someone who is looking for that thing that will sustain them. And I have done that my whole life. Mm. And then he comes to this place where he asks for his allotment. And that's the interesting part of this story for me. Yeah, that's so good, Chuck. I, I love it. Uh, what else? I mean, there's so much good here, but what else stood out? Yeah, I think what stood out to me is the faithfulness of these two men hmm. because literally they have watched their in, uh, an entire generation die in the wilderness, and yet they still get to see their own faithfulness come to fruition but it's the faithfulness of God that's on display mm. here, and they get to witness that and see that. So good. So the faithfulness of God is on display, and, and I think verse 12 is really interesting. I know you wanted to hit on that. He's, he's saying, that's when he's asking for it. He's like, okay, give me the land. Yeah, he's, he's wanting his inheritance in that moment. And if you read it, it, it's interesting in the various translations to read this verse. In the more modern translation, the ESV, the NIV, and some of those, it will sit there and talk about give me this hill country. Hmm. And so you, you understand what he's asking for. It is a hilly land. It's not going to be easy to conquer. The King James Version, I don't normally read the King James Version, but I did when it came to this passage because hmm. he literally says, give me this mountain. He's 85 years old. And he says, man, this land is large and fortified. There are cities that are there. It is not going to be in an easy task, but with the Lord by my side, I know I can do that. As a 63-year-old man, that resonated with mm. me because I want that same attitude to be true in my own life. Man, Lord, this is just beginning. Age has nothing to do with faithfulness. Faithfulness is an attitude of the heart that needs to be consistent all the mm. way through. That's and if so you're faithful, then you are, you're just willing for God to do what God does in those moments. There's mountains to take. It doesn't. It doesn't end in our in our 30s, our 40s, our 50s, our 60s. There are still things to do with the Lord on our side, and He's going to be faithful if we'll make ourselves available. That's so good, Chuck. I loved how you put it. Faithfulness is an attitude of the heart that needs to be consistent all the way through, all the way to the end. Uh, how? How, Chuck, have you seen that? I mean, you're serving in a lot of different areas. Um, how has that played out in your life? How have you seen that um, 
revealed to you God's goodness as yeah. you've given of yourself? Yeah, that's a great yeah, there's, question. There's a cost. And, yeah, and I, I think there is a, a huge cost when it comes to that. But I think from my own prison journey and from my own sinfulness that created that prison journey, what I found out was, man, God never wastes a hurt. Mm. God will take the hurts in our life that sometimes we will find debilitating, and we think there is no way that God can ever use that, but it's that mess that makes the message that He wants to deliver. Mm. And we just have to be available. He's faithful, but we have to be willing to share it all, step into that, and not worry about where it's going to lead. God's going to work that out. Our job is just to be willing to be willing to be willing. And if we are those people— Watch what he does. So good. I I think that's a good question to end on. Are you willing? It's a great question. Are you willing to endure, to continue in faithfulness, to persist, to run hard for the rest of your life? For sure. And I think if you are, watch how God is going to step into that moment. So good. Chuck, thank you for being here. We're out of time. Thank you to those of you who have left reviews. And as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.